Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is entitled, How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? My text is taken from Genesis 39. My read is taken from verse 1 to 11, and I read. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him, him there. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favour in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household and of all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Now, Joseph was well built and handsome, and after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, Come to bed with me. But he refused. With me in charge, he told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even to be with her. One day he went into the house to attend to his duties and none of the household servants was inside. She caught him by his cloak and said, Come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. What an incredible man of God Joseph was. How then, he said, could I do such a thing, such a wicked thing, Joseph said, and sin against God. Joseph had time to rethink, child of God, and he mull and mull things over about Potiphar's wife's request. And what a request. It was not a one-off request Potiphar's wife made to Joseph. Potiphar's wife was burning with passion for Joseph and the Bible said that she kept badgering and nagging Joseph night and day to go to bed with her over and over and over and over, the Bible said. And what was interesting is that Joseph also had time to think about her request. Joseph had time to mull things over in his heart about her request. But every time that he thought about it, he kept on thinking, how then 
could I do such a thing, a wicked thing, and sin against God? Joseph's family was jealous and covetous and full of bad mind against him. His brothers almost murdered him had it not been for one of the brothers who called to the older brothers to hold back their hand of murder to kill Joseph. The junior brother protested to them to sell Joseph instead to the Amalekites merchants they saw on their way to the trade markets. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials and the captain of the guard, bought Joseph from the Ishmaelites, the Ishmaelites who had made him there. Potiphar, the merchant who bought Joseph, observed that there was something different about this guy. Joseph was successful in everything that he had. And he gave Joseph the responsibility of taking care of all his household. And the Bible lets us know the master did not concern himself with anything in the house except, except and he, the master was not concerned with anything in the house and everything he owned, he had entrusted it to Joseph's care. Joseph, the Bible said, was well built and handsome. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, come to bed with me. But verse 8 says, but he refused. With me in charge, he said to her, he told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house and everything he owns he has entrusted to me. And no one is greater in his house than I am. Can you imagine that child of God? Joseph was the greatest one in the house of his master. And he said, God gave him that divine favor. And he said, how then could I do such a thing? A wicked thing, he calls it. A wicked thing and sin against God. So in my last teaching of Noah and the building of his ark, I stress how Noah had an excellent spirit. And I let children of God to know that um, an excellent spirit is not a gift. An excellent spirit is something that you and I learn and apply and put in practice. An excellent spirit is speaking the truth. An excellent spirit is walking with honesty and integrity and maintaining them and you Tell, and when you tell somebody, I'm going to, to, to do something, um, you do it. For example, um, you tell somebody, I'm going to phone you back. And um, it might sound sim simple, but you must phone the person back. If you're not able to phone the person back, you must send a text message to, to let them know that you're not able to phone them back straight away and that you will call them back as soon as you're able to do so. And as soon as you're, you, you get the opportunity to phone, um, you must phone the person back. That is a, an example of an excellent spirit. An excellent spirit is also speaking the truth. Speak the truth at all times. Cause it what it may. Speak the truth. An excellent spirit is walking in fidelity, reliability, honor, trust, care, uprightness, loyalty, 
and punctuality. If, 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 if there is an example that mirrors excellent spirit at its best, it would be the life and spirit of Joseph. Listen to the, his, to the spirit of excellence within him. He said, his master's wife, he said, his master's wife, my master's wife does not concern himself with anything in the house. When, 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 when his wife asked Joseph to lie with her, he said, everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me, Joseph said, except you, because you are his wife. How then could I do such a, th a wicked thing, he said to her, and sin against God. Joseph, biggest tell truth though. Child of God, his biggest tell truth. Truth in, in integrity was verse 11 and 12. He said, the Bible said one day he went into the house to attend to his duties and none of the household servants was inside. She caught him, Potiphar's wife, don't know her name, but she caught him by his cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. Hear this child of God. Joseph had the opportunity to commit fornication a million times. The Bible said none of the household servants was inside the house when Potiphar's wife made one of her pounces on him. Yes, he would be wrong to commit fornication with his governor's wife. That would be evil. But child of God, the Bible let us know no one, because none of the household servant was inside to see anything except he, the wife, and God. And I'm sure this arrangement was made by Potiphar's wife. I'm sure she had something to do with getting everyone, all these household servants, out the house. I feel it was a trap to trap Joseph. None of the household servants was inside to see anything. So most likely... He could get away with it. But the excellent spirit kept on saying, how could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? Children of God, this is the aim of my teaching. This is the reason for my teaching to you today. I have been sent to ask you the same question. Have you got the spirit of excellence on the inside of you like Joseph? Have you got the integrity to ask, how could I do such a wicked thing and sin against my God? What, what have been sent, what offensive sin or wicked thing have you committed against God 
in your line of duty to God and man. Number two, have you committed any wicked presumptuous and inappropriate sin against God while on your line of duty? Have you committed any abortion or adultery or fornication in line with your duty? Have you secretly committed adultery and murder in the line of duty like King David? Are you serving in ministry and committing sexual immoralities or homosexuality or adultery or fornication or, or, or lesbianism or committing fraudulent activities, witchcraft, black magic, enchantment, blowing out old men secretly and committing sin or evil worshipping in line of your duty before God and man. Hear this again, child of God. Whatever you do, whatever you may commit, though you feel that you have messed it up, you've messed it all up in line with your duty before God and man. Papa God said, I must let you know there is no sin and I repeat, there is no sin too great that the blood of Jesus cannot cleanse. There is no sin too great that the blood of Jesus cannot cleanse and purify to make the child of God whole again. He said, I must tell you, though your sins be as red as crimson, he will make them white as snow. He said, I must tell you, in Isaiah 1.18, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And though they may be red as crimson, they shall be as wool. Hear this again, child of God. Jesus is faithful and just. And Jesus will forgive you and I if you acknowledge and renounce your sins and faults and make Jesus your Lord and personal Savior all over again and turn away from your wicked ways and repent. Hear this again, child of God. He said he, to tell you he will cast your records of sinfulness into the sea of forgetfulness never to be remembered anymore he will clean you up so good you will you will not be able to recognize you anymore are you ready for the cleanup what papa god is not going to do though he said i should say is to tolerate your sin papa god is not going to tolerate sin after he has cleaned you up after he has cleansed you after he has made you whole and you continue or we continue to practice on the, with the same sinful indulgences. For example, to, we, we, to serve, if, for example, if we serve in the capacity of a minister or serve in the church as a minister of God and if, and if we continue to allow ourselves 
to indulge in illicit and immoral activities, um, we will make the atonement made by the, the precious blood of Jesus to no effect. So this is what the teaching is all about. He said, you have to do like what Joseph did. He said in verse 11, verse 12, that she caught him sin. You can call it sin. You can call it adultery. You can call it betrayal. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But it caught Joseph. An arrow was fired at Joseph in verse 12. And it caught him by his coat, cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. Children of God, I want you to see the many arrows that the enemy fired at Joseph. The first arrow Potiphar, Potiphar's wife fired caught Joseph by his cloak. But the Bible said Joseph left his cloak in her hand. The evil and wickedness of Potiphar's wife. Her smutty intentions and her offense caught Joseph by his cloak. Her request for infidelity. Her arrow of betrayal. Caught Joseph and says, come to bed with me. Her disloyalty, unfaithfulness to her husband. Deceitfulness. Caught Joseph by his cloak and said, come to bed with me. Her red hot passion for Joseph to lie, to come to bed with her, caught Joseph by his coat. But 1 Thessalonians 5, 22 to 24 says, um, Paul writing to the church in Thessalonica, and he said, abstain from all appearance of evil. And he said to them, and the very God of peace, sanctify you holy. And I pray God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved, blameless, until unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is my prayer for every child of God, for every minister of God who, who are ministering. That is my, and, and, and even the ones who are not ministering, every child of God. That's my prayer for you. He said in verse 24, faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it for you. So the body of Potiphar's wife was after Joseph like wildfire. But the Bible said in verse 13, when she saw that he had left his cloak in her hand and had run out of the house, and I like the word cloak because cloak symbolizes respect. Joseph left respect in her hands. Joseph left loyalty in her hands. Joseph left devotion to God. Devotion to his master was left in her hands as he fled out of the house. Joseph left reliability. Joseph left in her hands that this is one person who knew all about my master's house. I knew it even more than him. Joseph left integrity in her hands. Joseph left sincerity. He, he left in her hands. 
Joseph left honor and uprightness and truth and holiness and righteousness in our hands. Joseph left reverence and obedience and the fear of God was left in her hands as he fled out of the house. Children of God, we see how the remarkable amount of challenges that Joseph went through before he became the ultimate desire of what Papa God wants him to be. And I pray, I'm going to pray now, that we will take this, this little nugget I call it, and apply it to us and ask ourselves the question, what would we do if we were faced with this situation? Like Joseph, Papa God, thank you for this teaching and thank you for sending the teaching of Joseph to remind and challenge us of the exemplary service that you expect from us, child of God, ministers of God, clergies of God, um, when you call us to serve in any capacity. Joseph had the spirit of excellence and God in him. He was a man who was full of honesty and integrity and loyalty and reverence. His love, honor, and devotion for God were deep and he desired to walk before God in holiness, righteousness, and obedience. The sin of Potiphar's wife was red hot, hot after him. But Joseph said, how can I do these things and sin against God? May this be our portion, Papa God, in whatever capacity that we serve. May this be our portion when temptations like Joseph comes our way. By your grace, we will run out of the house or run away if the temptation is different to a place of safety in your arms. May this teaching be a point of contact for us to examine ourselves as David, King David did. He, he acknowledged his sin and repented. And, and, and we ask that you search us, O God. And if there be any wicked ways in us, help us to repent. And the blood of Jesus will make us clean. Wash us. Make us clean to serve you. In Jesus' name. Child of God, forward, pass on this to your friends or to the contents of your podcast because somebody out there might want to hear the word. And the Bible said, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Set somebody free in Jesus' name. God bless you, Pastor Sandra. Checking out until next time. God bless.